damn bestie. It's all the feels. When la 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 la. la, la. <laughs> <laughs> so when we listen to Raise Your Hands and Holding El Bimbo, I think it takes us back to really yesterday. A lot of memories. <laughs> like, High school it's memories. not part of our plan for tonight, but apparently yeah. <laughs> we were searching for old videos on the internet, on maybe yeah. Vimeo or Veo. Or wherever we uploaded Day that Emotion. music video. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, for context, guys, um, we were, before, you know, talking to each other, we were watching videos of Eraserheads, specifically Huling El Bimbo. Yes. That was a video of kids, you know, playing. And I we just remembered, we also shot a video when we were in second, second year high, year high school. school. Yeah. It was, I think, a competition in Buwanang Wika, which, by the way, we're celebrating. Yes, happy Buwanang Wika. Maligayang Buwanang Wika. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, it's kind of ironic you said happy, <laughs> and then the next. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. And then, so yeah, um, we were, we spent, I think, a good 30 minutes just scouring the internet for our video. Yes, like the old version of the internet. Just so happened um, was a music video of Eraserhead's Overdrive. Overdrive, yes. Yeah. Fun times, fun times. Yeah, I'm still hopeful we're gonna find that video and I'm gonna rip it off the internet so that I have my own local <laughs> copy of it. Yes, please give me two. <laughs> yes, because that's gonna be like one of my goals now. I know, right? So, that's so retro of you, Clark. <laughs> I mean, it's a good intro to our topic for this podcast. I know. So I guess, you know, by the sound of it, guys, we are actually talking about OPM music this Woo-hoo! episode in celebration, of course, of Buwan ng Wika. Yeah, I think we can say this is part one of our Buwan ng Wika special. I think so, yeah. Yeah, we can say that. We'll see, we'll see. So stay tuned for part two if ever (laughs) there is. So before we go to the main topic, of course, we always have this fun segment. Yeah. And this time, it's my turn to put the fun. So for now, Clark, I guess it's a mini vinyl tag, Mm -hmm. if you may. And this would be... A toot or boot of Filipino band names. Okay, okay. Okay, Filipino band names edition. All right. So, is this a toot or a boot? Of course. First is Eraserheads. Toot. Toot. Okay. Why? Why do you think so? It's very grungy. I mean, it. You know, <laughs> it's giving high school kids <laughs> trying to yeah. make music. Yeah, and it's Eraser Clark. Exactly. I mean, you don't have exactly like that's right the now. reference. So. <laughs> They might we sound shitty, but... Control-Z and you know. delete. <laughs> <laughs> okay, second. Um, what about Parokya ni Edgar? Yeah, I think we've mentioned that from the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Toot. Toot also. It's a good one. Yeah. What about mayonnaise? <laughs> no, ew. That's what people think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's okay, a but good for I, me I have too. a question, though. Do you like mayonnaise? A little... Um... Sometimes, yeah, but not generally. Yeah, I mean, Only it's in... disgusting, right? <laughs> I I don't get why it's sour, but I know why it's sour, but yeah. it's disgusting, yeah. It's but pretty disgusting. QP mayo, though. Mm, the Japanese mayo, mayo, so good, so yeah. good. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> All right. Um, What about the company? No. 
No, it's but it's giving choir vibes for me. <laughs> it's giving boring company for me. <laughs> what about Piranha? Piranha. Oh, I yeah. don't know this band. I, actually, it I just saw it Filipino. off the internet. But you know, maybe we should listen to it also over the break. Yeah, just so we get to be familiar with this band. They were from the nineties, two thousand. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There were trends in the 90s also that are yeah. coming back and so i would yeah, like to have 90s your and opinion early 2000s yeah so i'd like to have your opinion if this trend is worth reviving okay you know for i mean fun. for someone who's really <laughs> grown with that trend <laughs> <laughs> i know and this one's your favorite because this is your first love <laughs> is jelena's butterfly pin worth reviving <laughs> i mean i haven't used it <laughs> uh, yeah also, it's like a hair clip. i guess this, this is a question for me yeah um it's pretty so you know for kids they yeah, can I revive it the, they can use it's, it it's it's uh, it's it's high time we have a revival of that one because the fluffy <laughs> wings but of the butterfly <laughs> it's pretty right but it looks you fun. know it's very inconvenient because when you remove the pin you know the hair is also oh, there. <laughs> it pulls out known. the hair. So it's painful. It's more uh, aesthetic. aesthetic than function. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> but it's fun. Okay. I think kids would enjoy that trend. I know. So second is Claudine's choker era. Oh. Do you find the, girls yeah. with chokers attractive at all? It looks cool. Like I think it's yeah. high time we bring that back. Yeah, I brought it back when we were in college. Also, we had like a business back when I was like in kindergarten. We actually do, <laughs> like our household was like selling those chokers. Ooh, and that's I know fun. how to make those. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's bring that back and get rich. Yeah. <laughs> Next, um, what about hipster pants? What Ooh. do you think? Actually, if you talk to me about pants, I generally hate trends about pants. Because yeah. I'm a short guy and, you know, <laughs> not a lot of pants fit me yeah. properly because there's like always extra length. And yeah, you're yeah. saying so it's hipster, so it's very use long. Use the tailored pants. Yes. Okay. So okay. maybe okay. for me, don't bring it back because I would take offense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a good one. What about celebrity notebook covers? Ooh. So we always had this, right? That we buy notebooks with celebrities on them. So yes. what do you think of that? It's trend? giving. It's, it's giving. giving. I think I like that too. <laughs> I mean, let's do away with the minimalist aesthetic. Or yeah, let's go the Scandi, let's Japani, go whatever. Bring back the Y2K notebook yeah. covers aesthetic. Yes, this is fun. All right, so I guess that's it for me oh yeah that was fun that was a quick fun segment of our childhood (laughs) okay so before we talk about the main topic i guess we have to listen to a few shorts and then come back yeah all right okay see you after the break let's go all right so we're back we will be talking about um opium music this episode particularly particularly bands that define a generation in some sense. Yes, and we will start with, of course, the era where we, when we were born. Born and raised, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so since we're 90s babies, Clark, I guess it's very apt to start in the 90s, right? Yeah, I agree. It's a good starting point. And I think 
we released, mm-hmm. not us per se, but you know, the Philippines <laughs> released good music. Yeah. And at this point, I think, is also the start of like OPM, as in OPM the genre. Mm, I, I agree. I think 90s was the most prolific era for Filipino bands that, you know, lasted even until now and have grown with us over the years that are very, yeah. very iconic. Balladeers, divas, and of course, bands. So we're going to yep. be talking about bands. Start of our episode, we heard Eraserheads, right? Huling um, mm-hmm. El Bimbo. So let's talk about them first, Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Eraserheads, like we did a little research, of course, because we're not very familiar with OPM bands. So mm-hmm. if we have mistakes, guys, please um, don't come at us. You can always um, comment, message, DM us. And of course, yeah, you can we, educate us, yes, but you know, educate. be nice. Be nice. Yeah. And we will just fact check it also. Um, so Eraser Band, uh, Eraser Heads, <laughs> is a Filipino alternative rock band formed in the nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, in nineteen eighty nine, and so um, I think they were um, they had influence um, from Beatles, of course. Yeah, they and actually sound a little bit like the Beatles. Yeah, because they're dubbed as Philippines Beatles. That diba? makes sense. Yeah, and then of course, um, they have pretty good. Songs, notable songs as well that have okay, lasted. Okay, um, backtrack on the Beatles. I feel like they're more Oasis. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So or if Nirvana? they're Oasis, no, not Nirvana for sure. Are but they too rock? It's too rocky. But um, if they're Oasis, then what is Philippines Beatles for you? Um, I would say Apple Hiking Society. Really. Yeah, I mean, they give off, especially Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club uh, yeah, band era of yeah. Beatles, they're giving off Apple Hiking Society. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I kind of agree as well. And okay, I think okay, okay. Uh, the dated reference checks out as well. Yes, by the time Beatles was um, famous in yeah, the, the 60s, 70s. Yeah, then Apple Hiking was also um, made as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. Let's do this. So, what songs, particularly from Eraserheads, do you like, Mark? Um, we started with Huling El Bimbo, and I really like that one. And also, back in the early days of the pandemic, <laughs> the Huling El Bimbo musical, it was yeah, shared I saw on that too. YouTube for free, and I really loved it, although I have comments, and I don't think I'm qualified enough to give such <laughs> comments. I think you are because you love theater and you've always do, been a fan but, of musicals. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. But um, I think um, it's pretty nuanced and issue-based. Issue mm-hmm. And it was quite painful, especially it for was. the girl who acted and, you know, who played the role in Holding El Bimbo. But I really loved it. Clark, I mean, among the Filipino yeah. plays I've seen so far, this is a really good one. I agree. Yeah. So it's I think a good a, one. Other notable songs as well from Eraserheads. We have With a Smile. Yeah, we, we have, have that one. Magazine. Oh, and we have Oh, Pareko. So we have this ultra electromagnetic pop album that's very, very expensive. And I still have to. How much is it? <laughs> I think it's um 
around 16. Oh my thousand. god. Yeah, they're selling it for 16 here, but I think it was originally 11 or 12. Oh my god. Know, it's quite expensive, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so what other bands are from the 90s? There's like a lot of iterations of River Maya, mm. but I think they started at the ni- uh, during the 90s. Yeah, they started during the 90s and um, River Maya has had uh, quite a dramatic history because yeah, they were, you know... such tea. <laughs> yeah, and they had had changes in their um, singer, their um, songwriter, and, you know, um, Rico Blanco was from River Maya. Yeah. Bamboo was from River Maya and they produced really, really good songs. I mean, no doubt about it, diba? And even w- when they left the band, they still mm. kind of like st- stood on their own. Yeah. Music-wise. Yes, definitely. So what songs from River Maya do you think have shaped your, you know? Um, it's not from the 90s, but I would, like, I do really love You'll Be Safe Here. Yeah. Oh, because that's the soundtrack for Spirits, Spirits right? Spirits, yes. The, you know, the <laughs> when we were in t- grade TV 6, show. I think. Yeah. I think so. Grade 5, grade 6. <laughs> so, um, I think I loved one four. I love Kisap Mata. And that's then, good. I, I was actually going to say the 1-4 was my eraser heads. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Liwanag sa Dilim. Yeah, that's a good one. That's and a good one. most of the good songs they've had are songs that have been written by Rico Blanco. So, in fairness to him, and kudos to Rico. He's a really yeah, he's good a good uh, lyricist. Lyricist, yeah. Chief songwriter. And he, he's dating someone very, very young right now? Yeah, so let's not <laughs> discuss that yet. <laughs> this is a very touchy topic that, you know, some people might have opinions. <laughs> I mean, I think it's not like think? a grooming issue because they're both Mature. Like adults, I mean, they're yeah. adults, but I think um, the issue really fades away when the girl, mostly the the younger one, mm-hmm. reaches you know, 30, 20. Because then if, diba, if the girl was still a teenager, like 15, and the guy was like 20 years older, then that would be so That's so fucked creepy. up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, at least it's not like... Uh, is that director again who is dating people very young? What? Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, there, there has been a lot of bands that shaped 1990s. Um, we also have Parokyani Edgar. So, yeah. yeah. I think for Parokya ni Edgar, though, um, while it is quite alternative, it is also novelty, novelty and often yeah. satirical and sometimes very, very um, clowny. I-, I don't know how to um, yeah, describe it. Novelty is the funny. right yeah. descriptive, descriptor for it. Yes. And they haven't disbanded. Yeah, they're going like, strong. Ever. They're going strong. And I think that's a very good feat. As a yeah. band, right? Yeah. As yeah, when you mentioned in itself. clowny or like novelty, I think one good example for that one is Pichapai. Yeah, and even like hoy, a, hoy 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 Mr. Suave. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Suave too. But I think like with Pichapai, it's like the same melody as I Will Survive. 
Ah, that's but, true. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that's how the novelty and the happiness of Parakya mm-hmm. Edgar comes in. Yeah, that's true. But what's your favorite from Parakya Edgar? Um, it took one look forever laid out in So you're on the acoustic yeah. uh, romantic yeah, side yeah, of Parakya yeah. Edgar. My I favorite would be the Yes Yes Show. Oh, you better get yeah. ready for I, a I big surprise! I remember that when we were in high school, and you guys were always like singing that song. Yeah, I mean, you have to memorize <laughs> the lyrics. Yeah, because like, you're out if you're not, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you're not. You're not the cool kid if you don't memorize the lyrics. <laughs> exactly, but I think the biggest question is who is Edgar? Yeah, who the f is Edgar? We should have done our research. Who the f is Edgar? <laughs> no, but, you know, it's a mystery. Yeah, I'd like no to one... give it like a mystery. I think yeah. they might have explained that one. In in some interviews, another podcast. I'd rather stay. <laughs> I'd rather stay in the dark of not knowing who Edgar is. Yeah, it's a mystery, you know. Yeah, you know, some okay. things in life you just, you know, just keep chasing the mystery. That's and true. This is one of those for me. Yeah, and just just leave it as it is. And yeah, enjoy the mystery. Yeah, it's, Anyways, it's a chase. I think we've been talking too long about this, the 90s. So let's yeah, move let's on to, to 2000s. 2000s. I guess there was a move from alternative to a little bit of emo. I think at least in our context. Because mm-hmm. during the 2000s, um, 2000 to 2010, there were bands that were quite um, taking the grungy emo road. What do you yeah. think, Mark? Um, I think it's actually split, but... Generally, the vibe, as you mentioned, is more on the grunge. Yeah. Because also, if I can remember correctly, around the 2000s, like, uh, who's that band that sings Narda? <sighs> Kamikaze. Kamikaze. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, they're not that serious when it comes to their music, but they're yeah. so, like, rock and roll. But mm. it's still a little bit grunge. Yeah, and right? I, like, I like Narda because it really shows how... In love, they were with Darna. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, do you know the the uh, hidden meaning, like the hidden meaning no. in the song? No, what's the hidden? Yeah, what's it? Salikod na mga tala. Salikod na mga tala. Like, Dar- like Darna's um, upper thing has bars. <gasps> Dude, seriously? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I cannot undo it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you ruined the song for me. Anyways, okay. It is okay. what it is. <laughs> okay, so there were um bands who went to an the emotional direction. Like for example, um, join the club. I think at least for my on my end, I really like join the club's Nobella. Mm. Yeah. That's actually a core memory for me because that's school, a song right? that was released when we were in second year, <laughs> and we kind of changed the lyrics to these our classmates about. Yes, of course, because we were the ones doing it. I mean, do you remember? And then, of course, there's typecast. <laughs> Will you ever learn? Yeah. What's the point in all of this? No. Yes, that was our core memory, Clark. And then, of course, are you sure? Six Cycle Mind, um, they were um, formed in 2001, and they had really good songs. So, one in particular, Clark, Upside Down. I always listen to Upside Down and cry. Like, if 
I'm not even heartbroken, Clark. And then, like, I just wanted to be heartbroken so that I can feel the song. So, like, I force myself to cry. I go to bed and then, like, listen to the song. You turn your heart. Oh, my gosh. And now I got heartbroken. It's not a good feeling. <laughs> Anyways, oh, gosh. This is funny. Oh, my God. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe other songs if oh, I can yeah. remember from this generation or this decade. Um, South Border, Rainbow. Isn't that yeah. like a good so song? So I remember because we didn't have Spotify before. Exactly. So we used to print the lyrics. Yeah, we burn the CDs and then we print the lyrics and we put them in clear books. Yeah. With yeah. the chords. <laughs> oh, core memory. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. It's yep. so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't play print, any music, yeah. but and I do jam with CD you guys. In the, you but it's mostly in the, the CD classroom. and it's playing like on loop. Oh, look who, who chastised me the <laughs> for being a pirate for being a pi- yeah. piracy well, person. Well, we used to because we had LimeWire before. <laughs> yeah. We used to, yeah. So we used to um download songs off LimeWire. Yeah, LimeWire's like our best friend. My friends would give me lists. And lists of their favorite songs or mixtapes, as you know, if I may. And then yep. I'd, I'd burn them and then give them to friends at a discount. And then my brother would get mad at me because, you know, I'm operating at a loss. And then I even print good cover art. And it, yeah, so it was so good. <laughs> it's colored. Yeah. Yes. And then the, the CD too and it's colored. is, you know, decorated. Because, you know, colored ink is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I love you can it. buy it's it bulk so in CDR King, but you're not sure if everything works. <laughs> when we graduated high school, went to college, so this was around 2010 until present 2022. And I feel like on our end, Clark, we stopped yeah. listening to OPM or like minimized lesson. Yeah. And then we um, took another yeah. branch out. I, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Specifically, indie. Yeah, our indie vibes. (laughs) Yeah, we were so indie back then. And that's when our indie, yeah, (laughs) our indie face. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) And then we listen to pop as well. But yeah. um, Pretending to be, I'm different. I listen to indie. (laughs) It was also at that time, I guess, that uh, Filipino bands, um, alternative bands were um, not so famous anymore. And towards, you know, late... 2010s and yeah. 2020 up until now bands have been slowly coming back and solo acts as well yeah who sound a little bit foreign clark yeah so, yeah um so. i think during the early 2010s um correct us if we're wrong but i feel like around this area uh, uh, around this age or time more artists are like solo artists not really bands or bands have been breaking up and then becoming solo acts. Yeah, like maybe yeah. Li- leaving their band and doing solo things. Like mm. we mentioned earlier, Rico Blanco, Bamboo, mm-hmm. and those stuff. And it's I think star, also yeah. in their personal lives, Yeah, you know, they're not in their 20s anymore. So they're yeah, starting their own so families. they're getting married, yeah, relocating. So I guess um, they grew up too. I mean, you know, differences yeah. come and go. And then, you know, priorities change. So that's it. And I think 
if we talk about bands, there are a few ones of note recently. Like, for example, Ben and Ben. Yeah. I mean, like they have... The nine people band. They're nine people, yeah. right? I think or they're ten. ten ensemble, yeah. And um, they they sound quite new, right? Um, and they sound foreign as well. They sound so, new and old and foreign. And I think it's more time, on the... Yeah. Um, mastering and the production of the music. Yeah, I think it's more of the production right now, because especially um, like you mentioned over the break, James Reed, for example. Yeah. Um, before he used to um sing pop novelty, yeah, like the pop type thing, yeah. novelty. Yeah, exactly. But then he went away. Um, he broke off with the record label he was under, and then made his own label. Careless music. Careless music, and then um, produced his own sound, which sounds foreign, actually. It does, and it does. something that you can present to the world and be proud of it, right? It's not cheap at all. It's yeah, very... Yeah, I mean, no diss to also the past um, novelty oh, yeah. sound thing, because <laughs> they have their own... It's very yeah, Filipino, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. And um, with James Reed's new sound... If you don't know James Reed, maybe his current sound sounds like the likes of Lainey mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. Mm. But there's this solo uh, um, artist that um, I appreciated. It's Angela Ken. She sounds, um, it's, she's, it sounds, I don't know how to, it's soulful, quite very Filipino in tone. When you said soulful, I was I thought you were going to say like Moira because... I'm not a fan. Uh, (laughs) I'm just putting it out there. (laughs) She's the most streamed artist in the Philippines. Yeah, especially after her. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, not about the breakup. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Streamed, yeah. Good for her for her money and for the music and her art. And fame, yeah. Of her art. Yeah, okay. Okay, you said that very loud and clear. <laughs> yeah, so check out Angela Ken. Um, ako naman po, muna. Ako naman muna. It sounds very, it's quite indie, Clark. And Ooh. soulful, um, haunting, I don't know. And it's very, there's a Filipino tone to it. Yeah. But it, does, it doesn't sound cheesy at all. So I like I think in the similar realm or like around the same area is also Jay Kent. Really? Who is that? Let me see. Wait, no, this I, guy? Yeah, I think I've sent you Oh, Jay one Kent. Song. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard this. She sounds guy. so good. Mm. So there are a lot. The The good thing about, you know, um, stuff, um, streaming sites, YouTube, TikTok is that Artists who may not necessarily necessarily be under labels can mm-hmm. put out good content and be discovered by the world and then get, you know, um, the gigs that they dreamed of because, you know, their talent is being seen and recognized yeah. Yeah. by the people before they're recording, you know, labels. I mean, we know Charlie Booth is like a well-decorated man himself already, but the way he does his music recently is just this sharing tidbits on TikTok yeah. to hype the people. Yeah. And yeah, and he was he wasn't yeah. quite as famous back then, although we know he's very talented, but he really got very famous 
over the pandemic because of TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's captured the Gen Z population and, you know, the approach. And Clark, speaking <laughs> of um, new bands and getting the Gen Z energy, I think there's also a, a rise of K-pop-inspired groups and bands in the Philippines. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not yeah. very familiar with them. And I think we P-pop? have P-pop for that one. Oh. Yes, that's officially <laughs> what it's called, so I guess. So cute. But tracing back to the origins of P-pop, it started at like 2010, like early 2010s, like solo acts. Like even Nadine Lustre. Oh, really? I didn't know. And Donalyn Bartolome. Yeah, you know, yeah. They're, it's so, it's so <laughs> cringe. Like, um, mm-hmm. do you know Kakai Babe, the Whoa. song? No, I don't. Kakai Babe, like, Mark usually sings that song. Or like even James Reed and Nadine Lustre, oh, yeah, Do You Know that. Erase. Yes. That type thing. See, that's that, that's P-pop in the early stages, and then now, like in the current times, we have Beanie, SB19, BGYO, those bands that are um, Korean slash Japanese dance inspired groups. Definitely, and even like, um, but there's also still a Filipino vibe to it. Um, I don't know. I feel I, I feel like I'm gonna be in hot water for this one, or <laughs> I'm gonna get bashers because like they're like they have. But do you like solid... it, Clark? I mean, yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> it's not everybody's. It's not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It, it's not my cup of it's tea not either. Cup but tea. I appreciate that. You know, we're branching I, I out. Yeah, the hustle that they. Put into mm. like the effort and the skills and the discipline. Yeah, but SB nineteen is quite pretty. No, they're really good. I mean, like I've seen yeah, them perform like some they're videos. They're aesthetic. They're dancing. You know, they're very committed to the yeah. art. So like, kudos yeah. to them. But I'm not really the target market. Yeah, the target audience for them. <laughs> My question though. Yes. Do you think this is cultural appropriation? Mm, that's a good question. I don't think so. I just think it's a movement, Clark. Like, it inspires, well, cultural appropriation in the sense that are they also abusing their talent? <laughs> like, overworking their talent? No. Yeah, I yeah. think it's probably, it's, you know, adapting the Korean. Yeah, but I think it's just a movement, Clark. I mean, they're just inspired yeah, I mean, by you're, it. You're but right. I don't think that, um, although K pop is K pop, but yeah. I don't think they really own that although they're very good at it i mean it's just a you know it's a movement for me it's just a, a borrowing of uh, their means or method mm, but yeah, you know that's what that's a very speaking good though, question speaking of p-pop though what i like about the p-pop sound that sounds very authentically p-pop mm. without trying to piggyback on the K-pop, korean yeah. or japanese wave is sarah Hieronymus tala oh yeah you're right Right? Yeah, I respect it's the very Filipino performance. It's e- even the visuals and mm. the music video, Mm-mm. and it was even trending around the world mm. for maybe 2019. Yeah, and there's a dance for that too that was yeah, you know, quite one. famous. Oh, I danced that lark on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> In yeah. my drafts. I'll never publish it. Already. I never <laughs> knew the steps to that one because I think it was overplayed. Yeah. So, 
I guess we have a lot to talk about, um, especially in OPM music. So I guess you're right. We're gonna have part two on this one. Yeah, which is more niche. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, since it's you know one a week. Uh, yeah, we have to celebrate our own heritage and music. Closer. Yeah, exactly. So, what songs are we playing, Clark? Before we end this episode, um, we've already played. Eraser heads at the beginning of the mm-mm, show. Mm-mm. How about we do one parokia? Uh huh. Or River Maya. Either of those. Oh, I like River Maya. Okay, so, so let's yeah. do River Maya. Are we gonna do two one four? I like two one four. Is it theirs? So yeah, let's do let's do two one yeah, four. Okay. Yes, that's theirs. <laughs> See again. I, I'm really scared because I feel okay, like it's the that's eraser theirs. Heads. All right. And, and then, then for the, the second one, do we wanna do the novella? I love yeah, I novella. think you, you really want novella because you've been bringing it up. <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and then, of course, the from the new ones. What do you wanna play? Um, leaves by Ben. Leaves. And ben? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you for saying that. That's <laughs> in the tip of my tongue. So yeah. Okay. I mean, let's I'm go. Not much of a fan of Ben and Ben, but. They do produce good music. Mm-hmm. So we can do Leaves by Ben and Ben. Okay. Enjoy. Okay, so over the break, we've, we listened to Ben and Ben's Leaves. And of course, I really love them, Clark. And I've seen them perform in person. Mm-hmm. And I admire them because they volunteered to do that for the Lenny Kiko yeah. Yeah, we love that for them. And we are. We are Kakam Pinks. Actually, you know what? You know, no, no, don't no. come I, at I, us. I am a supporter <laughs> of her. Yeah, of are course. You? But yeah. I really don't like the term Kakam Pink. Oh, why? It's so cringy. What, and why? I don't think it was no. helping the cause or the brand. Because oh, if you want really? people to vote for you, I mean, Alexa's already done, so I don't think it matters. But like, if you want people to <laughs> vote does. for you, you always have to have the name recall. So why yeah. not, you know, base the brand on her name so that people would remember? Or yeah, Lani Kiko. Something like that. Something oh. like that. It's not yeah. really subscribing to... I think this was a way of um, Lani Kiko's supporters um, just yeah. um, embracing the other, you know, the other parties I agree. bullying. Because like kakamping is um a, yeah, it's, a bullying it's, um, technique like a term reclaiming the word Mm-mm. because they they kind yes, of yes exactly yeah, they're owning uh, it because yeah. of the dilawan aspect of it and then dilawan and eventually then the Duterte so yeah stuff I mean like how about the Duterte it's really them... sticking because the name is right there <laughs> I know so yeah that lacks a little bit of um yeah. name recall. I mean, so that's mm, okay. part of the past, but I hope in the future we focus. Yeah, for focus future reference. Okay, but going going, yeah, back, going back to Ben, to ben and ben, ben, ben Clark, <laughs> going back to Ben and Ben. Um, I also appreciated the fact that um they sounded exactly like the recording. same. I mean, yeah, exactly like the recording, and they looked so um healthy as well because um they lost a lot of weight. And I feel like um, mm-hmm. it's for health reasons as well. Yeah. The ensemble was very lively as well. So I really loved their performance. 
Yeah, I mean, they're a really good band. But like, I, I, like I said, I don't really listen to them a lot, but they're really good. Yeah, and I saw River Maya too. Wow. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. it's like a whole you know, concert of, of, thing after the live. No, I'm not gonna rally in Cebu. Okay. Okay, gosh. <laughs> stop. Stop right there. Okay. So, I'm just yeah. gonna ask you a question. What do you think of the, this entire episode? And are we gonna have part two? Uh, yeah, I think with uh, the way we talked about this topic, the OPM in some sense, is more very personal to us because we talked about Mm-mm-mm-mm. the bands that shaped us or formed us in our in, in our formative years and we didn't even discuss the early 2010s because like, we really skipped. <laughs> so yeah. I really like that approach that it's uh, like a personal ode. Yeah. This is very personal, yeah. So yeah, I like it. How about you? I liked it too and I liked the fact that we had so many... Um, Parang naungkat ang past. Yeah. And it's a really good memory yeah. to think about. Yeah. You know? I still have my homework. Um, I have to search for that music video we did in high school. Yeah. Please rip it off. Off the internet. Anyways. um, So I guess we're having part two. But maybe let's do Bisaya. Yeah. Because of course we're Bisaya. You know? and yeah. We're Bisaya. Uh, we're not sure if it's very good for the algorithm or our market. <laughs> but. This yeah, but, is an episode we're doing for yes, ourselves. Yes, and Bisaya music as well. Um, I'm sure not most of the Filipinos hear um, Bisaya mm-hmm. music. And it's really good. Yeah. And it's a good way also to honor our um, heritage yeah. and our you know community. It's also very well. layered. It doesn't sound similar. Like Bisaya yeah. songs, they're not all... They, they don't sound the same all the time. Because we started with the... Anyways, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> yes, another episode. Okay, so um, I think we're wrapping we're up. We're done for. Yes, we're wrapping up this episode. Um, so guys, if you have any thoughts, if you have any comments, please do not hesitate to reach out to us at our um Instagram account at two turntables. Pod. Go best you and can of do course, it. our <laughs> our email address at two turntablespod at gmail.com. And you can also um, personally message us at our personal Instagram accounts at Clarissa Digamo and of course my alternate final account at underscore vinyl diary. What about you, Clark? Yeah, follow me at Clefram on Instagram and at analog A-N-A-L-O-U-G-E-D. I just bought a Super 8 camera, so Watch out for Super 8. I'm so jealous. <laughs> On that account, yeah. That's my dream, Super 8. I yes. know. Okay, so um, thank you guys for listening. So um, if you want extra content, you can head on over to our Buy Me A Coffee account. Yeah, go check it out, guys. It's still special, fun. Special record of the app, you know, segment. Bit. Yeah, your favorite segment. Segment, yes. My We're favorite imposing. segment. So. Yeah, so you can go there and listen to um, our extra stuff. So thank you guys for listening and enjoy. And of course, keep, keep that, that record, record spinning. spinning. Even for you.